as a financial producer and starting my own national financial marketing company from scratch, I spent over two decades working with the top producers from all over the country. This show is about translating the insights and secrets of these top producers that will get you closer to your ultimate goal, the building of a successful business. I'm Jerry Harabin. This is Extreme Producers. Welcome to the next edition of Extreme Producers, their insights and secrets. Today, I have a special story for you. Today's tip, today's lesson comes not from a top financial services producer. It actually comes from a salesperson in a clothing store. It's a lesson that I learned very clearly while it was happening, and it's a lesson that I've passed on to many, many people since. And even though it's not a lesson from a insurance professional or financial services professional, it is a lesson that applies to everybody in sales. Let me tell you that story. Many years ago, way back when I first started my career in insurance sales, I was out running appointments face-to-face, so driving in between appointments. And I had some extended downtime before my next appointment. And as I was driving through town, I saw a men's clothing store. I knew I needed to buy a new suit, but I hate to shop. And maybe you're with me. Maybe you are also someone who does not like to shop for clothes. But I knew I needed to buy a new suit. And there was a men's clothing store I was passing, so I quickly pulled in the parking lot. And I was going to go into this men's clothing store simply to see what suits cost, kind of get a feel for it, and basically just to shop. I definitely was not going to buy, had no intentions of buying. I was just killing time, gathering more information on how much this new suit was eventually going to cost me and what was available. So here's the interesting story, and I think you're going to like this story. So I walk into the clothing store. And the salesperson behind the counter, what does he say as soon as I walk in the store? He says, may I help you? And of course, I say, as I always do, and probably you as well, I said, I'm just looking. Thank you very much. He says, okay, well, let me know if you need anything. So rather than ignore me, or if it was in today's environment, going back to texting on his cell phone, He watched me walk over to the suit rack. He gave me some time and then pretty much shows up without me even knowing he's approaching. He says, well, excuse me, it looks to me like you're looking at new suits. Is that correct? And obviously I'm in front of the suit rack. And so I said, well, yes, I am looking for a new suit. And he goes, well, did you have any particular color in mind? And I said, well, absolutely. I said, I definitely want a navy blue suit. Well, he didn't leave it at that. He said, well, do you want a solid navy blue suit? Or would you accept something with a pattern? And I said, well, that's a good question. I said, typically I always buy navy blue, but I've always had navy blue, so something with a pattern would would spice it up a little bit, as I joked. And he says, well, then come over and look at these. So I followed him over to the suit rack he was looking at, and he says, well, you look to be about a size 42 jacket. Is that correct? I said, yeah, that's that's perfect. He says, great. He goes, well, here, uh, what do you think of these colors? And he pulls out three different jackets that are navy blue with some type of pattern on them. And says, anything here you like? And of course, I picked out one. He says, well, here, let me put this jacket on you. So he puts the jacket on me. Now, you and I both know what was going on. He knows what was going on. But since I hated buying the suit in the first place, it wasn't something I wanted to do. 
he was making the process very easy. I certainly could have stopped the sales process at any time, but he continued. He put the suit on me. He pats it on my shoulders, you know, pats it on my back and says, yeah, that's the right size. That looks good. He goes, how do you like the color? I said, no, I like the color. I like the pattern. It's nice. He goes, well, here, uh, here's the pants. Why don't you go try on the pants and let's see how those fit. Now, again, you and I both know what's happening. He's taking me through the buying process, but he's making it very seamless. He's not seeming pushy to me and he's helping me make a decision that I know I need to make a decision I don't want to make because I don't like the process but he's taking the pain out of the buying process so of course I go back in the dressing room I put on the pants and I come back out and right away he puts me in front of the mirrors and he has his little chalk out and he starts marking up the jacket on how they're going to tailor it he of course marks up the slacks on how they're going to take up the hem and and fit it to my body better. And he does all this, and as he is marking up the pants, you and I and him, we all know, I'm going to buy this suit because he's chalking it up and getting it all marked up. So in the end, of course, I walk out of there purchasing a new suit. So let's examine what happened here. Here's where I walked into a store, and I said I'm just shopping, when almost every other salesperson would leave me alone and they would go back to texting on their phone or visiting with their co-workers. He watched where I went, came over, asked me an obvious question. Are you looking to buy a suit? Very obvious question. So he got a yes out of me right away. Then he proceeded to ask particulars about the suits. What color was I looking for? And then was I committed to a, a solid navy blue or was I open to a pattern? And so he's asking me questions, but not talking very little. He's just asking questions. And then before you know it, the jacket is on myself. Next thing you know, I'm in the dressing room putting on the slacks. Next thing you know, he's chalking it up. And I'm walking out of there paying for a suit. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I knew what was going on. He made the process easy for me. But he didn't give up. He kept asking questions. So what's the lesson to learn from this? There's plenty of them. But the main lesson, when I tell this story, and I've told it time after time after time, this happened more than 20 years ago in the infancy of my sales career. But I've never forgotten it. And that's that as a salesperson, you've got to keep pushing the line to where your customer can make a buying decision. You're in the store to make a buying decision. And that decision could be to actually buy something or to say no and walk out. So many times as salespeople, we're afraid of being pushy. And quite frankly, maybe a different customer in my situation may have said that this salesperson was pushy. But to me, they did exactly what I needed them to do. They helped me make a difficult buying decision that I knew I had to make. I had to have a new suit. And this person walked me through the process. Some people could have said he was pushy. I said it was right on the mark because I walked out of there buying something I know I needed, something I was happy with. And now that horrible decision that I had to make, the one I dreaded from when I walked into the store, that decision was behind me and I could move on with other things that were more important. So the lesson to be learned here, as I said, is many fold. Number one, Our job as salespeople, our job as an advisor is to help 
people make a buying decision. Help them make a decision they know and we know that they need to make. At any time, I could have walked out of that men's store and said, nope, I'm not buying anything today. I'm done. I'm walking out of here. But as a salesperson, he also likely knew that if I walked out of that store without buying a suit, I probably was never coming back to his store. Because again, I was kind of passing through that town, passing through that particular area of town, and I was probably never coming back. This salesperson had one shot at getting me to buy a suit from him at that particular store. And that's how it is with so many things for us as advisors, as salespeople, we have one shot, one shot getting that sell. And when that person is in our store, we need to make sure we give it everything we got. Now, let's say that I viewed that salesperson as being pushy. Let's say that I thought that he crossed the line. And so I said, no, thank you. I'm not buying today. And I walk out never to return. What was going to happen anyway? If he was nicey nice to me or just let me do my own thing, I definitely was going to walk out of there not buying anything. So he had the tenacity to continue the sales process and continue to ask questions in order to help me make that buying decision. Too many times, the non-extreme producer will not say anything because they're afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. But more importantly, they're afraid of getting their own feelings hurt, that somebody might say no and walk out on them. And so they're afraid of getting a no from a potential prospect who could become a client. And in this business, there is one thing we never want. And one thing I've learned is since that encounter with that salesperson, the one thing we never want is a maybe or an I'll think about it. Because if I would have said to that salesperson in that clothing store, thank you for all the information, I'm gonna think about it. That salesperson knew I was walking out of that store likely never to return. So whenever your prospect says, I wanna think about it or I need more time, they are walking out of your store likely never to return and maybe take the information you gave them and go buy from someone else because I probably would have taken the information I gained by going into the store and remember that's the whole reason I went into the store was just to kind of gain information and then I was going to buy later and likely not from that store. What this salesperson did I won't say forced, but this salesperson knew the sales process and he knew he had to get a yes from me or a no from me and that a maybe or I'll think about it was not acceptable. We cannot operate as salespeople. An extreme producer cannot operate and be an extreme producer by operating in the maybe zone. An extreme producer always wants a yes or a no. A no is okay. A no is perfectly fine because then we know the situation, the transaction is over. It's not going to happen. Let's move forward. Of course, a yes is even better. That means the transaction is going to happen and we're moving forward. But a maybe is a time waster. Just think if I would walk into that store four more times and never buy. What a time waster for that salesperson that helps me four different times and yet I never ever buy because I can't make a decision. And the reason I can't make a decision is because the salesperson isn't good enough and isn't aggressive enough and isn't persistent enough to help me make that buying decision. As we wrap up this episode of Extreme Producers, Their Insights and Secrets, what's the secrets from this fantastic men's clothing store salesperson? The secret is he would not allow me to leave that store 
without a yes or a no. He was willing to push the envelope so far that I would say no and possibly storm out of there. Even if I said no and actually stormed out of there upset, which would be pretty rare, but even if I was mad at the person, still he got his no. His goal is to get a yes or a no. Now, we never want to push somebody so far that they get upset with us or say bad things about us. But in the process of being an advisor, if we're doing our job, that's going to happen because we never really know where is that line, that line in the sand that you push somebody to make a buying decision. And if you push them up to the line, you're okay. But at some point, you, since we don't exactly know where that line is with each prospect, each client, sometimes we are gonna go over the line and they may give us a one-star review as opposed to a five-star review. But that's going to happen. And if there's one thing I've learned from extreme producers since this encounter is that we have to help the person make a buying decision. How do we do that? By asking a lot of questions. So many questions that in the end, we get a yes or a no. We do not ever get the unacceptable, I want to think about it, or call me in a couple days, because when you call them in a couple days, they let it go to voicemail. They don't even take your call. So you want to get a yes or a no. None of us should ever be operating in the maybe zone. That gets us nowhere. So that's our episode of Extreme Producers today. A very, very valuable lesson that I learned from an extreme producer that was not in the financial services industry, but certainly a lesson that I've never forgotten and learned from and have passed along to many people since. So with that, have a very blessed day and go out and be an extreme producer yourself today, tomorrow, and next week.